Good evening, Patriots. And it is Saturday, April 9th in the year 2022. Man, did I have an awesome day, which we're going to talk about today. God works incredibly. That's just where we're going to start that one. God just is amazing. And what he does, how he brings people together, the sorts of things that happen that finally when you start to, he starts to show you a little bit of the picture, you're like, wow, that's something else. Before we begin tonight, and we'll, I'm going to do some ads that I normally do, but before all of that, one of our beat ads has had a pretty significant loss in her life, and that was the loss of her daughter, and that's uh, GMA. And so I'm just going to ask that everybody just... Uh, take a moment and just pray for her. That's a very difficult, I can't imagine what that is to, as a parent. So please just keep her in your prayers tonight as we go through. Okay. So just quickly, your health and your sleep are very, very important. So make sure and uh, take a Take care to make sure those are strong in your life and you're keeping those up, your immune system strong. You can accomplish both of those with one with MyPillow products and you can go to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards and you can check out the amazing savings that are going on there. Your promo code is Bards. You can take advantage of all those savings with your promo code. You can also use a you can talk to a regular person if you want to. You can dial 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. So check that out, MyPillow.com. You will not be sorry you did. And also for your immune system, check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. And that is a coffee built for your health to boost your immune system. And it's also part of a whole group of products that work together to create a whole health ecosystem to help regain your gut health and your whole body health. Gut health truly is one of the most important aspects of our health. And you can try to heal that gut through using the gut health triad, boost your immune system with Immune XP, which is built on pine cone extract. You can empower your body with more nutrients, which is your nutrient powder earth. Mix it with water, drink it like a shake. And then, of course, you have Pure 47, which is a refined silver extract it will really isolate most of the known pathogens so that's that whole ecosystem is found at expeditioncoffee.com and then again for your sleep check out the sleep products sheets and and pillows and comforters and mattress toppers and all those amazing things at mypillow.com forward slash bards promo code bards today i had an amazing day and it was thanks to uh an outreach from two fellow listeners and audience members that have a farm, and the farm's name is Helios Farms. And that farm is a farm built on what they call, or what is called, orthomolecular regenerative farming. So if you just went like, what did you say, Bards? What this is, is it's a completely natural farming method. Absolutely zero chemicals on any of the animals, 
any of the property. And they use, they work to bring everything back into God's balance in the world. And their farming is their ministry. So they work with interns and they work with people to teach them this method. And in the process, they're literally bringing people to Christ. It is a fantastic operation they have going. Two wonderful people, Theo and Kira, who I've, I will now say we've made, thanks to God, we've made an amazing friendship very, very quickly. And they're literally an hour from me. And so I say all this because there's going to be a few changes coming up. Um, we didn't have the Saturday bended knee and we're not really going to, we're not going to have Saturday bended knee for a while. And the reason is, is on Saturdays now, uh, Kira is a professional butcher and she's teaching me I'll be working with her to learn. I should say it that way. The art of butchering animals of all kinds. And this is all part of the greater vision. It's amazing how God works because here's two people. They're, they've been doing their thing for about 10 years. And I've been working over here on a path for, I probably started this gardening thing in about 1990, but really been refining that in the last two or three years on the county-by-county county model. And there's other people around, and it's interesting when you link with somebody and your visions are like God's just shown you the vision, and, and it's the same vision. It's the same approach to how we're going to solve the problem. And their approach scaled up a bit. My approach scaled down a bit because we're approaching kind of two different market segments. But it's the same plan. And what's the, what's the probability of that? Like none at all. And then you start, you know, and you're talking, and you're like, well, we know this person. You're like, well, I know that person. And pretty soon you just start to see all these people show up on this map. And here's what's really amazing. Is that this vision is all the same. It's all about going back to go forward. This vision is all about stepping away from the material world and the matrix engine and getting back to putting food and taking care of our body back at the center point of our life. And through that, putting God right at the very pinnacle of everything we do. And it's not just God in the morning like we talk about or God in the evening. It's God as a living breathing relationship of intimacy throughout your entire day. And where you really feel that and you feel that profoundly is when you're in the process of doing things to create things that are benefiting others. You know, what's amazing about Helios Farms, they do a, a herd share program. If you're familiar with that. So you buy into a piece of a pay a fee for a portion of an animal that they raise and then butcher. They have whole, they have a weekly delivery of whole milk and uh, tr- pure cream and eggs, all raised without any in, any pollution or influences of chemical anything. It's and they've built this small farm to where now that farm and part of their vision is it's supplying three hundred families. So it's not about bunkering up. 
It's about expanding. And that's where we have to get vocal. We talked a lot about that today. Because it's not about us hoarding food. And you've heard me talk about this as well. We're like, oh, I'm going to keep it for myself. I'm going to go into my bunker and I'm going to eat my canned tuna for the next five years. And I'm going to polish my brass. And if anybody comes near me, I'm going to kill them and feed them to the wolves. And I'm going to go fully tactical. And if they attack my bunker, I'm going to have an escape route. And I'm going to grab my go bag and I'm going to jump on my wood-powered four-wheel drive. It has a huge wood stack on the back of it. And I'm going to go race off into the woods where I'm going to dig a hole, put my tent, set up my machine gun nest, take out more of my canned tuna, and then I'll survive there until everything is dead. And then I'll return to the cities and I'll fight off the zombies. You know the story. I mean, it literally gets insane after a while. You're like, yeah, that sounds fun. Not like what is what's the point of this? And that's really the I this is what's interesting is because I was literally having a conversation with God today. And it started last night because of some of this just nastiness. All of this sick pedo culture that's out here right now. The pedo rainbow flag. And I was just disgusted last night. And I was having a conversation with God. And I I said, look, Father, I said, look, I get we're here. I get the fact that we can create a breakaway group and we can reset this economy in this world and we can put you back on the throne. But what the hell is the point with all these sick pedos out here? I mean, it's like everywhere we turn, there's just another moment of wanting to throw up. And this always happens because when I kind of get direct with God and I talk to him, I usually get the answer about 24 hours later. It didn't take that long this time. And really what I, when my eyes were open to again today, it's not like they were close to it. I was just, had spent too much time this last week, quite frankly, in the sewers of the debauchery of humankind and quite frankly, the minority of these fools that have make up the debauchery of humankind, because humans, I think, are good people. But in doing so, I even myself, I found myself that I put myself in a place where the glory and joy of the world was being diminished. Because why? Because I was focusing on the absolute bowel movement of Satan, which we would call the LGBTQ movement and the pedophiles that live within it. And I was just like, okay, that's pretty interesting because I, I try to walk with God every day. And yet here I am in a place where I'm looking at the world and seeing it as one big fat cesspool. So this morning, this question was still on my mind this morning. And as I jumped in my Jeep, and I started out, and I took the back roads. I had, to, interestingly, how it all comes together, because I just had my Jeep re-geared about 10 days ago. And so I, for the next 500 miles, I have to treat my Jeep like a Model A 
from Henry Ford's factory. <laughs> I literally have to drive my Jeep like, can't go past 50 miles an hour. You can't drive for longer than 20 miles at a time. You have to do slower speeds. You have to do this for 500 miles. And if and if the rear end and the new gearing sections gets a little too hot, you have to pull over for 10 minutes and you have to let it cool. I'm like, man, and I paid how much for that privilege? That's awesome. No, I'm kidding. So here I am, and I'm, I have to take the back roads up to where this farm is, and, and it's about a 48-minute about a ride, 50, 45, I think it's what GPS said, minute ride from my house. And, of course, doing the back roads, that takes like an hour and 10 minutes. And I realized just how God, this is another one of these great examples of how God works. Because I got the Jeep done two weeks ago, and when they told me this, I'm like, okay, I'll just run around town all day long, or you know, like each day just to tack up the miles so they don't go on the free. And you know, I can't go on the freeways either, by the way. Not right now because of this gearing. So this opportunity pops up thanks to Theo who wrote me a letter, a really nice letter saying, you know, we listened to your podcast and by the way, this is who we are. And in the letter he included a copy of a book that he read, he wrote. And this book, which you can find on their website, Helios, H-E-L-I-O-S, farms.com. This is a children's book. And it's a children's book called Buttercup Me and Vitamin C. And it's a really fantastic book for kids and adults, by the way. Really beautiful artwork. And it's all about the power of vitamin C as the core of healing our bodies. So I got this in the mail, and I read the letter, and they've had their telephone number on it. So I called, and I got Kara, and we talked. And it's like we knew each other right off the bat. Bam. And that happened, I think, on Thursday. And here's another thing. is because about a week ago, I was looking at going, traveling out to Tulsa, Oklahoma, in October to learn how to slaughter a pig. And I was praying on this and I said, Father, you know, I don't really want to drive halfway across the country to go to a pig slaughter school. Even though I had done some of that down in Georgia, I would sure love to find something that's local to me. And in this conversation, I discovered that, as Kira tells me, she's like, well, I'm a butcher. We have an on-farm butchery here. And I train people. And why don't you come out on Saturday if you can, and we're going to butcher a cow, and we're going to butcher a pig. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow, Father, that was pretty fast. <laughs> like, don't worry about traveling across country. I'll just put it right up the road for you. This is awesome. So I'm like, all right, this is pretty awesome. This is an awesome group of people. They're, they've got, and I'm as I talk to Kara, they're telling me about how they run their ministry and they and their ministry is the outreach through the creation of balance and the and recreating God's perfection in the world and the environment and the food, everything. And we had some nice scripture conversations and I'm like, wow, like round two, this is pretty amazing, Father. So back to my last night as I'm in my wallowing mood of grumbling and complaining to Father because of the absolute asinine operations of this rainbow warrior nonsense. And it's just frustrating, obviously, and, and angering. And I'm like, you know, what is the, 
and like I said, I said what is the damn point? Because we're, we're everywhere we go now, we like we're climbing up the mountain, and we still have these pedos that keeps like crawling up like cockroaches out of the sewer. And it's like, like, can we just get rid of them, or like, are we? Is this what we're our future is? This is really not exactly a wonderful vision of the future when you've got these predators out here going after our kids. And we need an answer. And as I'm talking to father, I'm like, there's gotta be another way than like literally taking out the sword of steel and just start doing heads on spikes across this entire nation. Though (laughs) I always have to add this part. It's like, however, if you want that done, I'll be first in line. I always have to add that part because that's my, that's me. Be true to father. <laughs> and I'm sure he's like rolling his eyes going, yeah, I know. I I, I know you're going to be the first in line, but I've got another plan for you. I'm like, oh, well, I was kind of getting excited about the heads on spikes, but that's okay. We can, we can maybe another day. So I get up this morning and I, I get in the Jeep. And of course I'm looking at the GPS and I've got a, I'm going to take all the back roads up there. And so I take off. Now, here's the interesting thing. This, I grew up in this county. And I, then I went away from this county after high school. And I really didn't. I was in and out. But I didn't really return to settle in this county until 2019 when my dad asked me if I wanted to come home. And I was like, yeah, I think this is a good time. And ever since I got back, God's put on my heart what what county, what this county could be. And I, as I said, I grew up in this county, but interestingly, most of my travel in the county also has always been east and west. So east up to Diamond Lake and Crater Lake and into the mountains and Maydew Lake, which is the headwater of the Umpqua River or the headwaters of the Umpqua River. And then west, which takes you out to the coast and that takes us out to Reedsport and Coos Bay. But I don't, I haven't done a lot of, it's just my life. I just didn't do a lot of like north of the county, south of the county. I did some, but not a lot. And this farm is north in the county. And so I don't know the lands around here that well, as much as I should. So I get on the Jeep and I'm driving and I go through the valley the normal way I've gone. And I know that area very well because I grew up there. And that's about 10 miles from my house. And then I start making the, the turn to go north. And I realize that I haven't been in this part of the county since probably the 80s. And I'm like, wow. And here's where my eyes were open. And I realized then, I'm like, Father, you have known why. You've known this trip was going to happen all the time. And everything lined up. Remember, had I not had the Jeep done, I would have gone on the freeways and I would have missed everything that I would have seen today. And this is what I discovered. As I'm driving along, I'm seeing small farms with cattle and with sheep and with gardens, small farms with horses. I'm seeing small farm after small farm. I'm seeing small farms seeding fields with wheat and rye. I'm seeing small harvests of forests. And I'm realizing, I'm like, wow, I haven't 
I've been spending my eyes looking at the enemy. But Father, you've reminded me that I need to look at who we are. Who's the real America? And then as I'm driving along, I realize that all of the stories and narratives that we're following are being told by people that live in the cities. They're being told by the people that want to spend their $10 on a Starbucks cup of coffee and $50 a day on Starbucks for their coffee breaks and their cinnamon scone. These are people that want to live packed in on one another and want to be able to go to the market to get to their prepared food and call it organic even though they don't know where it comes from. People that want to say that they're supporting the environment by going to a restaurant at $100 a plate and doing farm to table and feeling good about it because they're taking advantage of the greatness of the taste of food, but they have no connection to the soil. And I, as I'm driving, Father's showing me this, and I'm like, wow, we're all being deceived, even me. We're listening even to the news of the, of the good side. We're listening to the voices of the people that are in the prisons. And we're thinking that's, and they're telling us how we're supposed to think. They're telling us what our future is like. I'm like, this has to stop. And as I, as I kind of let that go, more and more becomes, it's right there. It's not like Father's revealing anything different. It's just that I eyes now are, are focusing in what's around me. And I'm like, oh my goodness. This is amazing. So I get to the small town. It's called Yonkala. I haven't been to Yonkala since middle school. And the reason I went up there is because there was a chess, or my brother actually was playing in a chess tournament. We used to play a lot of chess. And that was the only reason I'd been to Yonkala. But I pass Yonkala on the freeway to turn off to Yonkala every time I go north. But today, I'm not on the freeways. I'm on the back roads. And I see this sign. It says, espresso, coffee, coffee shop, and it says espresso. And I'm like, okay, we're going to put the town to the test. And this is like one of my little tests. I like to see on these little places like, all right, what's the real espresso like? And I pull over just to check the GPS. And it turns out that the I've passed my turn by you know, a couple blocks. No big deal. So I text Kira up at the farm. And I say, I'm going to be, I'm on my way, but I got to stop and get a cup of coffee. And she says, oh, we love that coffee shop. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I pull up into the coffee shop and it's a double drive-thru. If you've seen these, they're more kind of like a big booth and they've got windows on each side. There's no sit down. You drive up one side or drive up the other side. And so I'm in line. Pretty soon I look over and there's this young girl outside my Jeep window. And I'm like, yes. And she goes, we just came out here to take your order. And what happens next is like this most amazing experience. This is a family run coffee shop. All the girls are related one of the mothers is in there. I mean, it's like a multi-generation, multi-sister family or something. Because they were, I learned this later. And the nicest people, the best coffee in the world. Seriously, one of the best coffees I've had in a long time. And fresh cinnamon rolls that they make every single day. 
And all of this in a little town of about, what, maybe 800 people? Quiet, out of the way. A town that has a feed store at its center. A town that has another feed store (laughs) down the street. A town that understands agriculture and understands farming. One hour and eight minutes from my house. And as I drive, as I drove in from the back roads, all these little places start to make sense. And this little town is the way we used to be. In fact, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, this reminds me of where my dad grew up. And I'm like, Father, what an amazing gift. You've shown me the going back to go forward. And you just did it in one hour of a drive on the back roads that I would have never taken unless I had done what you led me to do, which is to get the Jeep re-geared. And you had me re-gear the Jeep so I was better prepared to work off-road. And I did that in the same time frame that Helios Farms reached out to me, which led me to go to Helios Farms. It was a perfect picture. And this whole little journey all happens at the center point simply because I'd been listening. And, and I'm, when I say that, some of the things that I've listened to Father say, I'm like, I, and I'm not kidding. Like, when I sell you, like, I get this thing, like, I need to get the Jeep regeared. I'm like, are you, what? <laughs> like, what does that have anything to do with the price of tea in China? But the whole thing comes down to that isn't for me to decide. The money it costs isn't my money. That's father's money that he's asking me to do for a reason. Here's something else that I've learned in the process of all this. Because, you know, we've got this, we're all trying to move towards a place of agriculture. There's some new property that we're trying to lay out the development plan for. I don't, I don't think most people know that after World War II, Jeeps, the Willys Jeep, which was the Jeep used in World War II, they were developing farm implements to hook onto the Jeep so people didn't have to buy a tractor. How's that for an interesting one? So all these things start to link. And then I get to Helios Farms. And you would swear that Kira and Theo and I have known each other for 10 years. We start off on conversations and everywhere we bump into, there's an overlap of something in our lives that we've done or are in the process of doing or that we're building on. I mean, it's just like everywhere. And it's like, wow, that's father again, bringing the tribes together. And with this, and where is it? It's in Douglas County, my county, the same county that we're building out. We're starting to set up really the Bards Nation headquarters. But it's what I'm showing again. It's like it isn't one piece of property. It's the starting point of connecting the many so that we're growing the forest again. 
And there it is. You see, the way we're going to get through this is not going to be to rely on this orchestration of nonsense that we're watching. It's not going to be voting in some other retard to go in and to claim he's going to do something to give you a new free cell phone or promise to take the free cell phone away or whatever he's going to do. All of this is going to fall on us. And the more that I see what Father's doing, the more amazing it is. From the garden that sits on somebody's counter because they live in a studio apartment to the farm that has enough food to feed 100 people. Every, each one of those is of equal importance, not one greater than the other. Because each one represents that sovereign light that God is lighting and that fire that God is lighting that connects to another, that connects to another, and we're starting to build the bottom from the bottom up and we're rebringing up the land again. Everywhere that we touch, we're proclaiming as sovereign and domain, dominion over evil and taking it back a piece of the kingdom. Everywhere we grow, we're reclaiming the energy of ourselves, the health in our bodies. We're reclaiming control in our lives. Father's working miraculously right now. And today it was just such an eye-opener and so humbling because here I was grumbling about my own nonsense last night, my own frustrations, which to a certain degree are self-imposed because I decided to take the walk down the ville, the, the lane of mentally insane and incompetent assholes that are trying to pedophile kids. And all of that, that garbage, that sewer pit, was taking me down with them. And in just a snap of a finger after I was frustrated to father, my eyes are opened. And oh, by the way, along this route, I don't know if you've ever been through one, but the covered bridges, and there's a number of them in Oregon, are beautiful. And I had completely forgotten that along this route was a covered bridge built in 1933 all done with old dug fir timbers and beautiful siding. It's a one-lane bridge, so you have to literally stop and wait to see if there's cars coming through, and then you can drive through. And it was just once again this reminder of who we were. Covered bridges were also an art form. We were building things to be beautiful, not just to be functional. And... Now it gets me back to Helios Farms because everything about Helios Farms is about re-energizing the garden, about bringing back the force of God in the earth and all that we touch and resetting us in the perfection of God's image through the way we live, the way we steward what we eat. Today we slaughtered a cow and we slaughtered a pig. And that again, and while I was there, there was a family from Canada it had come down as literally refugees to escape the tyranny in Canada. And there was another young couple that's been mentoring, mentor, mentoring there. And he was, that young boy is from China originally, Shanghai in fact. And we're all working together as one family. 
we're working. We don't even know each other. And we're all working together for a common goal of learning and butchering this animal. The stewardship of the animal from the moment it's put down, the care, as Kira said, as we took out the liver, she said, the liver shows the way the animal lived. And when you look at the liver and it's clean and it's there's no blemishes, it's lived well. The lungs show how the animal died. And when you see the, the lungs turn dark, it means that there was a lot of struggle at the end. And these lungs were perfect, pure. They, they're not a blemish. It means the animal died immediately. Perfect stewardship. An animal tended to and cared for and, and literally loved right until the last minute. And then it gave its life to feed others as God intended. And then the process where nothing is wasted Every aspect of that animal has a place on that farm, and it will be part of the entire regenerative process. There is not one piece in that animal that's wasted. The hooves are being turned to glue. The tendons on the legs are being turned to thread. The hide is being tanned. The intestines are being fed to the pigs and to the chickens. Everything gets fed or, or processed. Not one thing is wasted. No stress. And here's the other great piece is that two little girls that were there, they couldn't be more than seven or nine years old. Actively engaged with their parents, watching all of this, being part of the process of the slaughter of the animal, actually knowing a great deal about it. Participant in everything on that farm because they're there and they're living a life, a real life, not a life insular from what life is. That's going back to go forward. That's us restoring our nation. This is us bringing the children up and nurturing a new generation to understand the whole process of life and the complete integration of it. You see, what becomes very evident in all of this is as we have allowed this cabal, these leaders to, and we've abdicated our responsibilities in life to them, they've put chemicals in between us and the biosystem. They put chemicals in us, in our air, in our food, in our animals. And everywhere we go, we become further and further out of balance with the perfection that God intended. And so when we return to that perfect balance, we start to restore not only our health, but our spiritual health gets stronger. The voice of God gets stronger. And the entire understanding of our meaning, our purpose of who we are becomes more and more clear. It's, really becomes in a snapshot where you begin to understand why those of the old days of the ancient past, those of the early days of America never had a struggle with their identity, never had a struggle with who God was because they were living and walking with him in everything that they did. You have to on a farm. You don't have to in a concrete city.
And therein lies the whole reality of where we are. Like I said, those that are pushing the narrative of this upside-down world are living in a world where they can choose to reject God because it's a world constructed by men. But when we get back to the earth, there's not an if or a choice in that because God's there. And if we're going to survive there, we have to open our hearts to God. That's a pretty amazing reality. And that's where going back to go forward is the essential part of how we're going to win. God doesn't need 10 million people. What he needs is that core of people, whatever they are, that 300, that 3,000, that 300,000, that believe in his son, Christ Jesus, and through him reach back to Father with an absolute trust in all things, accepting whatever he places before us to pursue and to know that whatever he's asked us to do has a reason and everything that we need will be provided. It's a pretty amazing life. And all we have to do is say yes. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this evening just amazed at the perfection that you have in this world for us. The beauty that you've put before us, the beauty of the world that we, quite frankly, Father, we just too often take for granted or we too often forget because we get wrapped up into the stories of them, the stories of them that have made the choice to live in the world that has rejected you. But our stories are about you. Our stories are about living through you. Our stories are about you walking with us, Jesus. And so that's where we're going to walk. And I, as I say that, I can feel you smiling. Almost that little tap of about time. And you're right, Father, it is. It's about time. It's about time that we came home. It's about time that we put our full trust in you. It's about time that we take this muckery that they keep throwing on us and just shuck it aside just like the manure out of a horse stall. It's about time that we start to see the animal, not the manure. The perfection of beauty that you create, not the waste. It's about time that we start to realize that it's not really that difficult. It's about trust. It's about love. It's about connecting in the earth as you expect us to. It's about taking accountability and responsibility for all the things in our life. And it's about pursuing excellence in what's in our heart. All the rest, well, I think that's why you gave us garbage men. So we need to start using it. Drop it by the curb and let it be picked up. Because what we need more of, Father, is the trust in you. And yes, please forgive us for those transgressions when we've stepped away. 
But with a smile, we say, we're here. And we're standing by this throne. And we ain't going away. So thank you. For all that's been given and all that's been sacrificed. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. No matter where you are, this is what I would challenge each of you to do and each of all of us to do. I just did it today, so I, I get off the hook for tomorrow. If not tomorrow, soon. Take a drive away from your home. Take a drive into the country somewhere. Take a drive into the old world of America. If you're in a city, find a community garden somewhere. If you're in a city, get out for a while. Take a drive out of the city. Go and see how other people live. And see how a a life not influenced by the stupid is living. I was reminded today, and more than that, I'm reminded that it's all over the country. It's not just here. We need to open our eyes to how great a force we are and how wonderful a place we live in. Because what Father's given us for beauty is not in a city. It's in the world that's living and breathing. So take some time. Take a drive. And just let it all flow in because Father's talking, he's showing, and it's really quite amazing. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. A lot of prayers right now. and I think a lot of prayers, if we put our prayers to healing and unity, we're going to find an amazing shift as we continue to do, but in big ways. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tomorrow evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove That we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now
through somehow. Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Close on the cold days, dark.